Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome once again to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins. We're here in Houston, Texas. Today is Wednesday, February 10th, 2016. Thank you all so much for joining on today. Uh, we are here Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of pop and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. Thank you all so much for always sharing and posting on social media. We greatly appreciate it. We ask that throughout the call you post your notes on social media, tag us in it, use the hashtag when dreams collide, and then that way we can see it, we can connect and spread positivity uh, to everyone, to everyone. If you have not visited our website, please do so today. Check it out, whendreamscollide.com. Subscribe, become a VIP Vision Impact Partner, uh, so you're first to hear about announcements, news, updates, uh, tools, tips, all kinds of great stuff we have coming up for 2016 and beyond. So make sure you go to our site, Wind Dreams Collide, today and subscribe. Also, mark your calendar, February 27th, 2016. We will be in New York uh, for Wind Dreams Collide workshop. We're looking forward to that as well. I will be updating the site today with the new location that we have to accommodate everyone. But head on over to WilkinsEvents.com for details and information. I will be in New York City. Also, March the 5th, ladies, make sure you are in Dallas, Texas with us for the Straight Talk Woman Talk in-part session. Myself and Dr. Estralita Bruce, as long as Minister Keisha Wilson, we will all be there to to take what we taught from uh, the Straight Talk Woman Talk calls that we do every Monday night to what we did at the intensive in person on January 16th, where hundreds of women came together for that. We're going to take all of that information and teach you how to make sure everything that you purge, that you release, you can actually keep it off of you and keep it away. And so it's going to be phenomenal. Tickets, details, and information for that is on straighttalkwomantalk.com. All right, folks, get your pen and paper together. Um, If you are on the road, highly suggest and recommend that you put in your earpiece so you don't get distracted or anything. My husband is here. He's ready to rock and roll. So, honey, won't you come on to the line this morning and say hello to our VIP? Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, uh, uh, VIPs, vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Did you hear me this morning? I said I am excited about your future. I want to talk to you from a thought this morning, all of a sudden. All of a sudden. See, ladies and gentlemen, the people that did not celebrate you immediately will have to do it eventually. Would you post that? The people that did not celebrate or support you immediately will have to do it eventually because it's going to happen all of a sudden. See, the harvest never looks like the seed. The harvest will never look like the seed. Why is that, Jared? Because the seed is always small. That's why it's called a seed of faith, a mustard seed of faith. A seed is always small, and you've got to be careful how people treat you and how you treat yourself and others while they're still in their seed season. 
the people that you look down on, the people that look down on you, the people that said it wouldn't work, your dream wouldn't come to pass, the individuals that wouldn't support or embrace you simply because they thought more of themselves than they did think of you. They may have walked in on chapter three of your life, but they did not know what chapter six would look like. You've got to be very careful on how you prejudge a person based on the chapter of their life that you have actually walked in on. You don't know who you're sitting next to. You never know who it is that you're shaking hands with. You never know the person that you have ridiculed, talked about, backbitten about. You don't know the person that's going to be assigned to helping you get out of your situation because it's going to happen all of a sudden. Yeah, all of a sudden is how it happens. What typically takes place in this whole life process is that you'll go through these various seasons. And as you're going through the seasons, you go through a, a, a process through the seasons that you are a seed. See, many people think they are bearing you, but they don't realize that you are a seed. Yeah, they think they're bearing you, but they do not realize that you are a seed. i never forget the story I heard about the the old man and his donkey. This man loved his donkey. I mean, his, this donkey was his prized possession. It was his pride and joy. And this old farmer man used to always walk his donkey, and everybody would see him with his donkey, petting the donkey, brushing the donkey, and, and taking care of his donkey. And, and one day, as he was digging a hole in his backyard, the donkey was let loose and, you know, just playing around frivolously and, and doing what he does on a normal basis. And the donkey so happened to fall in this, in this hole that was dug in the backyard, about 10 feet. And now here the donkey is making all types of noises and screaming. See, you never make a noise until you fall. Mm. Oh, yeah. When, you, when, you, when a person has fallen, that's when noise starts to be made. You've got to be careful not to look up and reach up and ask for help when you've fallen. Nobody knows that you're in the pain that you're in. Nobody knows you're going through the experience you're going through unless you make some noise. And so here the donkey is, making noises, screaming loudly. And then the old farmer runs to the backyard, sees his prize for possession. Sees his prize possession <clears throat> down, in the, down in the hole. He starts immediately attempting to see how he can get him out. And he's screaming back at the donkey. He's He's screaming back at him, saying, hey, come on out. Do, do your best to come on out. And, and co come on out. See, ladies and gentlemen, when you fall, you don't need advice on how to get out. When you fall, you need somebody to give you a hand up and not a hand out. Here the, 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 the farmer was <clears throat> talking to the donkey. Get out. Come on out that hole. Get out the hole, and, and he's talking, and now he's crying because he realizes that there's nothing he can do. He, he, has, he has exhausted his ability to help the donkey. And so he's crying now. And some of his neighbors, they, they come over, and, and they start looking, and they're, they're throwing a rope down there like the rope can help the donkey, like the donkey can grab the rope. And all, all four of them now there. They're crying because they realize how, 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 how much of a conundrum they're in, how much this donkey means to the farm, and, and it's, not, it's not looking well. It's not looking good. The donkey won't make it out. And, and one of the friends tells the farmer, well, I guess, uh, I guess we got to bury him. 
Let's go ahead and put him out of his misery. He's been here all day now, and, and it doesn't look like he's going to make it out. It doesn't look like he's going to come out of this situation. It's all over for him. Let's, let's put him out of his misery. Uh, let's close the business. Let's just go get a job. Let's, let's steal the money out the bank account. Let's, let's, let's file for divorce. Let's, let's give up on my child. Let's, it's over. It's over. They, they said, let's, let's bury the donkey. Let's, let's put some dirt on him. It's, let's put him out of his misery. And uh, the, the farmer, he's looking now at, at the donkey in, in despair, and he's, he's telling himself, I don't know how I got here. I don't, I don't know how I let you down. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know if we can ever make it back out. I don't know what we're going to have to do to make this pain go away. Have you ever been in a place where, where it wasn't nobody else's fault? It wasn't, it wasn't anybody else's responsibility. It wasn't, it wasn't theirs to blame. It, it, it wasn't their circumstance. It wasn't, it wasn't them. It, 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 if we're honest, we can all get to a place in our life where we recognize that at some point or another, we, we were the one who made the appointment to be there. No matter where you are in life, at some point or another, you have made the appointment to be there. And here's the donkey now. They're pouring dirt on him. They've come to the conclusion that since I can't help you out, I might as well bury you. And see, that's what's going to happen with you. Some people, they're going to look at you in the, the present state that you're in, and they're going to say, since I can't help you, let's go ahead and bury you. No, I've got to reject the resume. You're not qualified to do that. You're, you're not called to do that. That's, you can't pull that off. You can't build that type of business. You, you, you are forsaking God's work for, for, your, for your, your fleshly agenda. They'll start talking all type of nonsense, nonsense, non-connected to sense. Nonsense is not connected to sense. No, it doesn't make sense because it takes faith. If it made sense, it wouldn't take faith. They pour the dirt on the donkey. They start pouring all that dirt on them, and they started walking away one by one after they helped pour the dirt on the donkey. And then all of a sudden, shucks, here it is. All of a sudden, they notice after pouring all this dirt on the donkey, the donkey had jumped out of the hole. Here it is. Don't miss the shock. The donkey had jumped out of the hole and out onto the concrete, all onto the road. And they looked around. They, they were attempting to figure out how in the world did this donkey make it out? How, how in the world are you still alive? How, how in the world are you still breathing? How, how in the world did you make it out of that deep, dark situation? But what they didn't realize was this. When they poured the dirt on the donkey, after the donkey started questioning, why would you do this to me? Why, why would you forsake me? Why, why would you betray me? After the donkey got out of his feelings and started to step on his face, here's what happened. The dirt that would come on his back, the donkey would shake the dirt off and step up. Every time they would pour dirt on the donkey, the donkey would shake it off and, and step up. And every time they kept pouring the dirt on him, he would Take it off and, and step up. Can I remind you that even when people pour dirt on you, and they will, they're supposed to, when it looks like a dark, deep, holy situation that nobody can get you out of, most of your friends and family will start supporting you until strangers start celebrating you. 
still pour that dirt on you. But all of a sudden, what you have to do is learn how to shake it off. Yeah, you shake off the lies. Yeah, you shake off the deception. You, sh- you shake off the setbacks. You shake off the hurt. You shake off all of the idiosyncrasies. You, sh- you shake off, yeah, yes, you shake off all the things that they're pouring on you that don't, don't feel good. They, they, now, the, the Bible says it will be good. He didn't say it would feel good. So when they're pouring all these things on you and, and it doesn't feel good and maybe you, they pour the, the, the dirt of bankruptcy on you, they, they pour the dirt of judgment on you, they, they pour the, the dirt of, of non-humility on you, they pour the dirt of lies on you, they, they pour the dirt of turning their back on you, they pour the dirt of betrayal on you. You keep shaking it off and step up. That's the message today because all of a sudden when they look up, they're going to see you pop out of that situation. When they look up, they're going to see you marching down the road. When they look up, they're going to see you at the top of another company. When they look up, they're going to see the CEO connected with you. When they look up, they're going to see all the things that, that they didn't see before. They're going to see it happen all of a sudden. And when it happens, this is not time for you to be arrogant. Mm-mm. This is not time for you to tell people, I told you so. This will not be the time for you to point the finger, wag the dog, talk about them, say you weren't there for me. This is the time when you're walking now in your glory. You're walking now in your assignment. You're walking now and functioning and operating in your purpose, and, and you riding in that Rolls Royce. So you're riding in that Bentley, and, and you've paid off all your debt, and, and your kids are now in private school, and, and you're tithing six and seven figures a year to church and charity, and, and, and you've got the ministry going, and, and you've got the book written now. Now you title the name of the book while you were sleeping. Hey, shot. That's what you do, and you say all of a sudden, when you when you didn't when you didn't believe in me, when you poured the dirt on me, all I did was shake it off and step up. I need to start recording these motivational moments in the morning, people. My husband is turned all the way up. I know if we had neighbors living below us, they would be quite angry. They would be quite upset because this man has thumped a hole in this floor. My goodness. All of a sudden, folks, all of a sudden, that's how it happens. That's how it happens. All of a sudden. You be moving along, going about your business, in your situation, and all of a sudden, boom, something changed. See, when you are down to nothing, God is always up to something. Put that in your notes. When you are down to nothing, God is always up to something. You see, they may, they may attempt to throw you into the fiery furnace like they did the three men in, in Daniel chapter 3. See, they may, they may tie you up because you won't buy down to them like they want you to. You, you, won't, you won't submit to their foolishness like they want you to. You, you won't take home and take heed to their uh, uh, ungodly character like they want you to. And because you won't do what they want you to do, how they want you to do it, then, then they're going to attempt to slay you. They're going to attempt to burn you up. They're going to, in, in this example, throw you in the fire. They're going to tie you up and throw you in the fire. That, that, that's what happened to Nebuchadnezzar, I mean, to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And, and so, so, so what happened is they threw him in the fire, tied him up, threw him in the fire. Why? The king was upset they, they wouldn't bow down to him. The king was upset that they, they wouldn't compromise their faith, their belief, and, and, and then lose their focus and do what he wanted them to do 
versus what God had called them to do. And because of that, he was going to kill them. Now, everybody that was with those three men was thrown into the furnace, and, and they was burnt up. But when he tied them up and threw them into the fire, the, the scripture goes on to tell us that there was a fourth man in the fire. My God. There was a fourth man in the fire protecting them. So that to the point where the king had to yell for them to come out of there. What's going on? Y'all still alive? What's happening? I don't just see I don't see ashes. I don't see a, a cloud of smoke from you being destroyed by the fire. And, and, and they realized that the spirit of the Lord was there with him. See, they didn't. He didn't account for that. He thought the king thought that his credentials was going to be enough to to slay them. The king thought that he was bigger than 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 the Lord. He thought that he was the deal. He thought nobody could win or have success or do anything without him being connected to them. But what he understood, what the king didn't account for, is that there was a king of kings that was connected to the three men in the whole entire situation, orchestrating it behind the scenes to to do his sudden miracle to show you who he really is. Why? Because those three men did not waver in their faith. See, you, you can't waver in your faith. You can't waver in your belief. You have to steadfast on it. You have to, to know that you know that you know that what you're doing is in alignment with the will of God. So what if people don't get it, if they don't understand it, if they don't like it and if they don't like you? That's okay. Take a seat and a number, please. You won't be the first, the only, or the last to feel that way. But guess what? It's okay. You've had plenty of people throughout your life and your journey who didn't care for you too much, who didn't like you, who wanted to destroy you, who wanted to see you fail, who wanted to shut you out and, and, and see the worst happen to you because you wouldn't follow their rules and do things the way that they wanted you to do. You've had that happen before, so this won't be the last time. So what? So you still going to win anyway. Cause why? Because there's a fourth man connected. There's, there's another man connected, working behind the scenes, orchestrating everything. He's got the plan for all plans. You, you, may have, you, you may have a strategy, but God has the plan. He knows what's up. He has everything taken care of. So you just keep moving forward. I don't care how tough it looks, feels, or gets. You just got to keep moving forward. Like my husband said with the donkey, you got to shake it off and step up. To some people, you are their donkey to them. Yes, you are. They don't like you. They can't stand you. They want to do. They want to do their best to bury you. But they they don't have the power or the authority. Because when you attempt to do things to people out of spite and evilness and malicious intent, it never wins. It never prevails. You reap what you sow, bro. Sis, you gonna reap what you sow. Period. That's a law. That's a principle. It doesn't matter who you are or how clever you think you are. If you sow a certain thing, you're going to reap in that thing as well. So don't worry about the evildoers. You stay focused on what God has called you to do, and you keep sowing in that direction. If you keep sowing in that direction, God is going to keep showing up to bring that all of a sudden to you, to deliver you out of that situation suddenly. He's going to make the people who attempted to shut you down just confused. Like, how, I, I threw everything at them. I, I, did, I threw my best punches. I, I, I saw my best court papers. I, I, I did my best uh, 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 manipulation. I, I did my best posting on social media to defame that character. I did my best. 
I did my best to defame them behind the scenes. I did my best to shut them down. Well, guess what? When you're doing bad, your best is never good enough. Because while they're attempting to do their, their, their best to bring the worst to you, God is already bringing his best to bring his blessings to you if you just stay focused on him. And when they throw you in that fire, they tie you up and throw you in their fire, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you won't even come out smelling like smoke. All the rope and all the things that they tie, attempted to tie you down with will be burned away from you. Everything they've ever said will be cast away into the sea of, unforg- sea of forgetfulness. People won't even be talking about it two days from, from now. Everybody is going to forget that it even happened. Because where God is taking you is so mighty, so powerful, and so strong that they don't even have the capacity to silence your voice and sabotage your influence. When you are in alignment with God's will for your life, you will receive that all of a sudden blessing. You just got to stay focused on that, understanding that the fire, the trials, the tribulations, we just shared that on a call the other day. Find it not strange. Find it not strange. When a hater hates, that's just what they do. Find it not strange when, when an enemy attempts to fight you. It's, that's just what they're supposed to do. Find it not strange when a trial or tribulation show up. Why? Because it's to test your patience. It's to test your faith. He's put it in your hand because you can handle it. So what you got to do now is just believe enough in yourself, have enough confidence to just do and walk out what God has already laid before you to do. Because he's going to be right there, right there. And then all of a sudden, you're going to look up and you're going to be like, really? I can't believe I was tripping over that. I can't believe I was upset about that. There really is lightweight. There really is nothing. That's how it always happens, folks. Stay steadfast. Stay focused. And keep moving. Because all of a sudden, it's going to happen for you. Honey? That's what it's all about. Success is really two steps forward and one step backwards. Two steps forward, one step backwards, because the setback is the setup for the comeback. The setback was 2014. The setup was 2015. The comeback is 2016. Ah, God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.